Buff Nation. Let's go! Let's go! (laughs) DMVR Buffs Emergency Podcast. We are presented by the American Raptors. My name is Jake Schwanitz. Yep. Bring them all. All the air horns. More air horns. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Woo! I am joined by Ryan Koenigsberg. There it is. Deion Sanders is the new head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes. He is the 28th head football coach of the program. Ryan, what are you thinking right now? Man, uh... We got our swagger back. The buffs are back. The buffs are back. And truly, truly, I mean that. And that's the first thing that comes to my mind with this is like, we got our swagger back. When this program was at the place that we all expect it to be, it was one of the most swagger-filled, you know, mean programs in the country and i cannot think of a single person on earth more fit to bring that back to this program than Deion sanders you know the shirt i'm wearing the national championship shirt like those teams they just had this thing about them Mm -hmm. and no one has that thing more than Deion sanders i'm I, I, I'm blown away. I'm blown away because when we talked about this as a yes. as a potential option, well, let me take you all the way back to when this coaching search opened. Yeah. Within the first couple days, multiple people had mentioned the name Prime to me, and I just didn't believe it. I just didn't believe it. We did our our uh, uh, tiering podcast, and I said in that podcast. This is S tier, meaning the top possible tier, but there's no way it's happening. And I have to give a hats off to Rick George, who, by the way, you know, not trying to flex this or anything. I guess I am trying to flex it. I was one of the few people who said, I don't think it's that crazy to let him make this next hire. And he went and not just him, but with the support of Todd Solomon, I think above all was able to go and be extremely aggressive, make an extremely aggressive offer to an extremely notable head coach. And my hat is off to them. I am beside myself. I'm blown away. Just going back to what you said, when we were going through this coaching search, we were talking potential candidates. Even when his name was floated out there with the Colorado rumors for the first time, it's almost like you just out of habit kind of dismiss it, but... As time went on, there was just more and more smoke, more signals pointing at CU, primetime happening. Uh, USF was in the conversation. Cincinnati was in the conversation. No, it was Colorado the entire time. And like what you said, what a hire by Rick George. I mean, took a big swing, and um, we'll see how it plays out. But, man, the, the impact of this move is going to be felt almost immediately. The portal opens on Monday. And it is going to be <laughs> the Wild West. Insane. It is going to be the Wild West. I got to say, you know, one of my first thoughts uh, goes to a text I got from my buddy Tyler Ziskin a couple nights ago. And he just said, we fucking deserve this. And we, as in those of us 
who have been there with this program every single step of the way. And the steps have been ugly. Um, you know, uh, I wasn't alive when this shirt was printed, <laughs> but I did become, you know, I fell in love with CU in 2001, 62-36. That was the first season that I went to every single game. And damn near every season since then has been a letdown, has been pain, has been embarrassment. We've hit the bottom of the bottom and it blows my mind every year when I go into that stadium, which means more to me than maybe any place on earth. And I see how many people are there. And so many of those people have been there before me, um, but have been there through every single step of the way. And so who knows how high Dion can potentially bring us, but I'm thinking of those people tonight who for the first time in a long time have real hope. And so there'll be people that say, temper your expectations. Don't get overhyped. Don't fuck that. Enjoy this. <laughs> yeah. There are so few moments that we've had as Buffs fans to soak this in and enjoy this and celebrate and be obnoxious and dunk on the haters. We have had so few opportunities to do this that that's who I'm thinking of tonight. Enjoy it. Live it up. Cheers. Love that. Um, Personally, for me, I mean, just coming in this season, more air horns, let's go. <laughs> um, just coming into this season, and with the landscape of college football, with where this program was in terms of their current head coach coming into the season, the roster situation after last year, and just seeing how diehard, for lack of a better term, these fans are, for this football team who has been through so much, it has been so damn cool to see, and it's been awesome to be a part of it. it 1-11, I don't care. It was awesome the whole way. The fans that stuck around were incredible the whole way, and everyone, all of you deserve it. It's just, it pays off sometimes to be a sports fan. It does. It does. And <laughs> like you said, the impact is going to be so immediate and so immense we're just like sitting here today reading tweets, you know, from people in the SEC or, you know, the Big Ten talking about, oh, well, this recruit, you know, he's waiting on Colorado. There's a five-star wide receiver, Brandon Innes, <laughs> who's like, oh, yeah, Prime called me and said, I'm going to the Power Five. Hold on. So I'm holding on. It's like we have that cachet now mm -hmm. in the college football world. Every single player that you hear of, Colorado's going to be on that list. Every single high-profile transfer that you hear of, Colorado's going to be on that list. And it is remarkable to go from laughingstock, bottom dweller, cellar dweller, basement team, losing week after week by blowout, to in those conversations overnight. That is... I truly believe there's like three people in the entire country who you could hire and immediately be in those conversations. And it's like Nick Saban, Dabo, Dabo. Yes. And prime. Yeah. <laughs> like Jimbo. Sure. Yeah. You'd, you'd obviously be involved. Like there's a couple other names, but no one has, you know, Deion Sanders got the number one player in the country last year Yep. to come to Jackson state, which is obviously a very proud program 
but it's a big difference from playing at Jackson State and playing at Alabama. And, and, and Deion Sanders is going to have a whole new set of challenges recruiting to Boulder over Tuscaloosa or any of these other options. But he's the man for the job. 100%. There's no better fit to have the answers to these questions. Uh, and it's just un it's unbelievable where we were. I mean, I, I could say yesterday, but at least yesterday we were thinking about this. Mm -hmm. Where we were three, two months ago versus where we sit right now. It's truly incredible to go back to what you were talking. Travis Hunter, number one overall recruit last season. He is a wide receiver and defensive back. Fitting. Prime's his head coach, and he plays both ways, just like Prime did. <laughs> That's How epic. about that? Um, as I said, number one overall. play baseball, too? I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me at this point. Was the number one overall recruit in last year's class, according to 24-7 Sports and Rivals. This season, he led the Tigers with seven passes defensed, two interceptions, including a pick six. And this is before today's game, but he charted 13 receptions for 142 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, we talked, when I did the pod with Henry on Wednesday, or Thursday, we talked about an article that came up from the Denver Post about how a lot of these recruits, local recruits from Colorado, have said that they would consider flipping their recruitment. And these are high-profile guys. Blake Purchase, he's a four-star linebacker recruit, currently mm. committed to Oregon. You're going to be flipping recruits from Oregon. I love the chat there. Let's flip Arch Manning. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, I mean, why not? We know where his uncle lives. I mean, come on now. It's all on the table at this point. As you mentioned, Brandon Innes, um, he is going to be in the conversation. Plenty of recruits. As it stands right now, this recruiting class is 41st in the country, according to 24-7 Sports. I mean, how high can they go at this point? I mean, top 25 seems like a lock. Anything, yeah. anything is on the table. Uh, and, you know, I find it to be really interesting, that quote that Prime said to five-star recruit Brandon Innes, which is, I'm going power five. And it tells me, maybe, this is, I'm, you know, guessing a little bit here, that he's made some calls before to kids who said, man, coach, I'd love to play for you, but I've always dreamed of playing in the power five. And I think that's going to be one of the reasons, whether he says it publicly or not, that Dion felt it was time to make the step up. And now he's able to make to call back every one of those kids who said, hey, you know, I'd love to play for you. But, uh, you know, my dream is to play here, or there, the other place. And he can say, all right, well, that's what we're doing at Colorado. Come join me. And I think you're going <laughs> to I truly believe you're going to see an insane influx of talent into this program you know jake you're a you have a background in evaluating nfl talent i said to you today imagine all of the nfl caliber players you're yes. going to get to see on that field it's just it's just unbelievable it truly is unbelievable let's start with this then we watched him today in the swag title game shadur sanders it's been widely speculated owen mccown transferred out earlier in the week yep uh, the Buffs were going to attack the transfer portal anyway with no matter who was head coach. Shador Sanders is looking like he's going to be the next quarterback of the Colorado Buffaloes. Let's talk about him. I mean, I think all you have to say about Shador Sanders, who obviously the, the question about him at this point would be quality of competition, is his offers. He had Florida State. He had Alabama. He mm. had Tennessee, I believe. Michigan. You go down the list. Michigan. 
This is not a this is not a uh, FCS quality player making the jump up to FBS. It was an FBS quality player who obviously four stars. Four stars who obviously went down to play with his dad at Jackson State, left an incredible legacy there, back-to-back mm-hmm. SWAC champions, and is now another reason why I believe Prime was interested in this job, is now going to get to show it on a national stage even greater. I mean, I'll be honest, until the rumors started coming around about Prime coming to Boulder, I had never seen Shadur Sanders play. And that's not a knock on him. It's just a knock on the level of exposure he was getting um, playing at Jackson State and playing incredibly at Jackson State. Now, I mean, that CU Nebraska game at home, his first game ever in Folsom Field, is going to be on ABC in the 130 slot in front of more people than he's ever played in front of, uh, not only in the stadium, mm-hmm. uh, but also on television. So he's going to get an incredible, incredible opportunity. What is the numbers? I guess today after four touchdowns, zero interceptions, what is it? 40 touchdowns, six interceptions? Um, I don't have the season stats, but I have the game stats. He went 31 of 44. Again, 70% completion. That's what he averages on the year is 70% completion. Threw for 305 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. On the season, I don't know if this is updated because these sound awfully similar to what I've already seen. 70.3% completion, 3,063 yards, 32 touchdowns, six interceptions. So that's now 36 touchdowns, Yep, six interceptions. He absolutely carved up the swag. And I saw a little something today from him where you saw the bloodline. Mm-hmm. He's standing there in the pocket, and an oncoming blitzer is coming at him. And he does this little like backwards jump and kind of like slip, just completely dodges him, ends up rolling out of the pocket. No one's there, and he ends up throwing it away. But I'm like, oh, he has the gene, mm-hmm. uh, the prime gene in him. And uh, again, I just can't believe that overnight we're fixing these problems that have existed. Uh, according, you know, you said it's been widely speculated. He's coming. Yes. He's coming to Boulder. Yes. <laughs> um, so. It's just, I don't know. It's incredible. Shadur Sanders thrown to Jordan Tyson, who's wide open, 20 yards behind everyone. Maybe Travis Hunter, too. Travis Hunter, who people are talking about in the comments. And by the way, love all of you in the comments. Keep the hype rolling in there. Appreciate you. Uh, Hit us with a thumbs up if you are happy as we are right now. Um, I mean, that's, again, the number one player in the country last year who played, obviously, both ways in high school. He plays both ways at Jackson State. I don't know if he'll do it in Boulder. Yeah, um, doubtful, I'd bet. <laughs> yeah, but a guy who could potentially come. He's obviously not as a sure thing as Shadur Sanders coming with Prime, but just uh, an unreal influx of talent, and no one in the country needs it more than we do. No, absolutely not. Uh, We'll see exactly how everything unfolds. As I mentioned, the transfer portal opens on Monday. Graduate transfers are able to enter the portal now and actually commit to teams. We've seen a few guys do that. Um, So just stay tuned, man. I mean, it's just going to be insane the next, I don't even know how long, few weeks, months, maybe. Um, What else should we get in here, too? Let's talk about the schedule. Real quick. Go ahead. I want to talk about this because I find it to be extremely important. I normally don't keep my laptop uh, on during the show, but I just, I'm getting so much enjoyment out of watching the timeline right now and all my buffs 
freak out. But more importantly, or maybe not more importantly, but more notably, is all of the other people who are freaking out about this. And it's every media member in Denver right now, every yeah. media member in Colorado, national media. I believe it was uh, Stuart Mandel, maybe, who tweeted, like, prime time to Colorado. It's real and it's magnificent. Like, other people are excited about this. But more importantly to me is the people of Colorado who aren't Buffs fans, who haven't suffered through all of this with us. Because there are hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of Buffs fans who didn't go to see you. They just grew up in Denver in the 90s. Yep. And being a CU fan was cool. Well, as of one hour ago, being a CU fan is cool again. And everyone is going to be rocking the black and gold around Colorado because it's by far the best color combination in world history. And that is going to have immense impact on the future of this program. Now, who knows how long Prime is going to be here? There's really no telling. Uh, you know, you could say one, two, three years. Who knows? You take whatever you can get, though. But you take what you can get. And like I said, we talked about immediate impact early in the show. This is the immediate impact. It's cool to be a Buffs fan again. Yep. It's cool to wear black and gold. It's cool to wear Ralphie on your chest when you go to high school. You know, it's cool when you're, uh, when you're walking around downtown, you know, and going out to the bars. Like, that has been one of the biggest problems facing this program in recent years is, you know, a high school kid who goes into his class or whatever and says, hey, I got an offer from Colorado. That's not cool to anyone mm -hmm. because we've been bad for so long. It's just like, oh, nice, man. Like, yeah, that's the local school. Now it's like, I got an offer from Colorado. I'm going to go play for Prime. Mm -hmm. It carries so much more weight, and that will reverberate around the state, and it's going to result in season tickets. I have friends who live in New York who were in town last week, and they said, if Prime's hired, we're buying season tickets and flying in for every game. Like, not, th those people live out of town. Think of all the people in Denver and Castle Rock and Highlands Ranch who are saying either they were fans and, and you know, they're, now they're back on the train because they had given up, or... They just like football and are excited to see what happens. Like every game, they're going to sell out the season tickets. It's unbelievable the instant impact this is going to have around the state. And however long it happens, we'll see. I already wrote, I already put out the uh, Stephen A. Smith uh, uh, video or of someone. You know, I'm saying someone says to me, "Better enjoy it while it lasts. You won't be there long." And I'm like, and Stephen goes, "I'm telling you right now." We don't care <laughs> yes. because all that has to happen is you just have to get the next one right. Mm -hmm. But you have to capitalize on the momentum and the momentum is immediate and it's immense. Well, this program is about as low as you could possibly get for a power five program. This lift is just perfectly timed. Um, it's the roster just needed this. We saw last year with the transfer portal, all those guys that left. That's not going to happen this year. Um, I mean, maybe no. the guys that are gone now, maybe you'll see a few other leave, but you're going to get even better players rolling in, probably. Let's talk about this schedule, though. First, well, Hold on. Talking about immediate impact, George Solich, who is a long-term uh, CU donor, apparently, according to uh, Jim Brenneman of CBS. Yes. Jim Brenneman of CBS just donated $10 million to CU's NIL. 
What? <laughs> oh. oh my god. I don't know if that's actually true. He's kind of a joker, so if that is though, that's incredible. I mean, go back how two or three months ago, this program didn't have anything really in terms of NIL. That would be massive. Hopefully that's true. I realized after I, I said it out loud that he's known for jokes. But he's also a reporter, so who knows? <laughs> we'll confirm at a later date. Prime's first game as the Buffs head coach is going to be against TCU in Fort Worth. As we just saw today, they're a very good football team. I think Max Duggan is gone after this year, though. But this is still a really talented football team. He gets tested right out the gate. Yep. Comes home the next week, Nebraska. First time they've played in how many years? Is four or five years that they, since they played Nebraska? Oh, man, the years run together. Um... <laughs> I actually think it was 2019, so right three before seasons. COVID. Yeah. And then Colorado State right after. Home games against Arizona, Oregon State, Stanford, USC. Um, it's going to be just an absolutely bonkers season. Man, what else do we have to get to? Well, just talking about uh, that Nebraska game. Let's do it. That is going to be the most electric atmosphere we've seen in decades. Game day at Colorado. Don't know about game day, but already out. Say what you will about him. His reach and their reach is insane. Dave Portnoy already tweeted Barstool College Football Live Show from Boulder, September 9th, Nebraska at Colorado. Wow. Like, again, immediate yep. impact. They're, you know, they reach so many people, and Colorado's hardly ever on the radar. All of a sudden, we're deciding on where they're going, you know, <laughs> a year in advance. Matt Rule versus Deion Sanders, both at new schools. I mean, I can't wait. It's going to be electric. Fuck Matt Rule. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else do we have to get to? Uh, oh, the shirt, of course. There's Shirts Ryan slash yes. sweatshirts. Uh, DNVRlocker.com right now. Uh, I messaged Eric Weedham. Our trusty mm -hmm. designer here at the NVR. I, I went back and checked the timestamps on November 23rd. And I said, probably about time to start getting together the uh, prime to boulder designs. Uh, and obviously, he worked and did an incredible job on these two designs, which again, you can get as a t shirt, you can also get as a hoodie. I am partial to vintage looking things. So, I mean, as I'm wearing my, you know, <laughs> right? shirt that's older than I am. Um, so I love the, the one on the left uh, for us here. The prime time in the classic, like, I don't even know what you call that font, um, but with that vintage look. And then obviously you got to love the, you know, the more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Graphic yes. design there as well. Two bangers. Obviously I'll have both of them probably in both styles. Uh, so go over dnvrlocker.com right now to get in on those. Beautiful. As you said, it's uh, anyone can wear CU gear now because it's the hot thing to do. Go grab those shirts. Go grab a hoodie. Um, you'll see, I'm sure, tons of those around the DMVR office as we move forward. <laughs> what else do we want to touch on here before we get out? I mean, we hit the transfers. We talked a little bit NIL. We talked the schedule. Um, we talked Shadur. Yep. Uh, if you have any questions for us, feel free to toss them in yeah, the chat. Absolutely. We'll get to those in a second here. Uh, press conference is at 1.30 tomorrow. I don't know if we said that yet, so you can prepare for that. Yeah, go in head-to-head -head with the fourth quarter of the Broncos game. And a Buffs basketball game. I don't know. 
Prime moves mountains. <laughs> I guess so. Um, so that's going to happen. I know they were on a little bit of a time crunch based on different things that different people had, including Coach Prime. Uh, so that probably has something to do with it. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, we've talked about a lot here. Uh, and I, I'll just circle back to the most important thing, which is, I think, the fans. Um, one thing I do want to say is a lot of people in a lot of places are going to try to capitalize on this moment that CU is about to have. Mm -hmm. And all I would like to say is, remember who covered the team when they were 1-11? Remember who cared about the team when they were 1-11? Remember who even knew the team existed yeah. when they were 1-11? Um, because a lot of places are going to try to... Uh, to piggyback on this, as one of my friends called them, Johnny Come Latelys are going <laughs> to love this. And yeah, Peter here says, Ryan, this is why you created DNVR. This moment right now, you deserve this. Beautiful. Thank I you so that. much. I love uh, that. But really, I created it to share these moments with you guys. Uh, that is what I am passionate about. Like, CU fans are truly, at, at its purest form, my people. You know, I've, I've never been shy in saying that CU football is my first love. Um, so being in these moments, like I always say, like one of my favorite sports moments of my life was being in Lincoln when the Buffs beat Nebraska, uh, in 2018, because I felt like it was the most distilled version of CU fans who went there. You know, a lot mm -hmm. of people didn't have hope that they were going to win. It was Scott Frost's first game at Nebraska. There's a ton of hype around that, but like the purest form of CU fans went out there and I just mean that in the sense of like they paid to travel and they went there and and we pulled off in a miraculous victory and it was like all these people around that I felt like I'd seen my whole life without I knew some of them and not all of them but it's just like yeah these are the people I just recognize them from walking around Folsom and like yeah. I'm so happy for that group of people and that group of people has probably even thinned since that moment mm -hmm. down to the people who were standing there in the stadium as the clock was striking zero in the Utah game, you know, as it was getting cold out, right. uh, those are my those are my people. Those are the people who who deserve this the most, and those are the people that I created. And we, I should, I, I didn't create this. We <laughs> yes. created DNVR to share this with. Love that. Um, just to go back to some of the things I saw in the comments, this came out from Football Scoop today. Just talking about uh, some staff additions for Deion Sanders. Uh, it was last name Summer. There you go. Um, Sanders highly regards and remains in close contact with Willie Simmons, current Florida A&M head coach. Sanders is very interested in adding him to his offensive staff. And then the comment that was just pulled up there, Charles Kelly looks like it's he's going to be the DC of this team. He is an assistant DC in defensive backs. I think it's safeties actually coach at Alabama. Instant impact, man. Recruiting. Yep. Recruiting. Recruiting is marketing, um, right? And exactly, exactly. Recruiting is marketing. Um, but I just know that as Prime is putting together this staff, that is what he's thinking of. Obviously, you got to have people to coach him up. But when I look back at the, the Prime years of this <laughs> program, they all revolved around Bill McCartney. And one thing that Bill McCartney was not afraid to say was – I am not some genius football coach. I believe in myself as a motivator, and I believe myself in a, as a recruiter. And that's what he did for the program. He motivated the young men 
to play for him and, and want to run through a wall for him. And he did an incredible job of going into living rooms and convincing parents, this is where you should send your son. And I see such a parallel between that and what Deion Sanders is. You know, Deion Sanders doesn't call the offensive plays for Jackson State. No. He is the nucleus. He's the quote-unquote CEO. Yes. Um, he is an incredible motivator, an incredible marketer. And I long believed that CU's brand is incredible aside from the product. He is going to take all of that, and I really believe he has the opportunity to recreate what Coach McCartney did here by bringing in great coaches around him to deal with the X's and O's, but also help him recruit um, while he takes care of, you know, the finer points of being a head coach. Well said, man. Um, shout out to all the diehards in the chat, all the guys from the Discord. I know you're all in here hanging out. Happy for you guys, man. Um, I don't even know really what else to say. It's just time to digest it and just see what the fallout is. Do we have any Super Chats, Ali? 53, $53 oh Super Chat from Peter. Dion had 53 career interceptions, <laughs> SCO buffs, most pumped I've been since 62-36. We haven't even talked about Dion, the player. I mean... Arguably, if not the greatest corner yes. of all time. One of if not the greatest athletes of all time mm -hmm. in terms of pure athlete. Um, I believe at the time, I don't, at the time he ran the fastest 40 in combine history. He played multiple sports at the same time, which has only been done by a few. Bo Jackson, to name one, who mm -hmm. a lot of people regard as the greatest athlete of all time. Um, you know, that's the other thing is he has done an incredible job of, staying relevant and, and continuing to develop his brand to the point where 18 year old kids still know where he is right who he is but the parents the moms the dads yes. of the people oh, that yeah. he walks into their living room that's i mean like even just the media who will be at the press conference tomorrow everyone's like that's one of those people when they walk into a room you right. feel the the air that comes around them um so you know he's He's just larger than life. He really is. Pro Football Hall of Famer, College Football Hall of Famer, um, amazing punt returner, amazing defensive back, would go in on offense and play wide receiver. As you mentioned, just one of the greatest athletes to ever play the game, really. And now he is the head football coach of the Colorado Buffaloes. Is that it? Um, a couple of people mentioned the... Oh, we have more. Okay. Oh, Silver Buff, our guy. A red down arrow with vertical words here. Thank you, sir. I like a red down arrow because the red are going down. Yep, they are. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Y'all saw the student section earlier this year. Wait on it. That I'm was for a Cal game. Yeah. They hadn't won a game at that point. I mean, and then how about the beginning of the season? Yes. Um, the TCU game was crazy. The TCU game was insane. And, and I should mention them. Because I mentioned the people who have been here forever. Well, a lot of them haven't had an opportunity to suffer through all the, mm -hmm. the suffering that we've gone through. Um, but, man, those students deserve this shit. Yeah. They showed out. They tried to will this team to being better than they were. They did in that Cal game, allowed them to play above who, who, who they were. And ever since COVID, the students have been unreal, incredible Every, you know, damn near every week, aside from when there's breaks or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, 
Can you imagine? They already actually opened up additional yeah, student section it. seating for next year. Can you imagine what that place is going to look like on September 9th in that student section? It is going to be... I don't. I can only describe it the way that uh, my new friends who love soccer describe it, which is just absolute scenes. Absolutely, it's going to be absolute yeah. scenes at Folsom Field next year. I mean, we saw how many empty seats there were at Folsom Field this season. I think we're going to be hard-pressed to find one empty seat next year in Coach Prime's first year coaching the Colorado Buffaloes. I can't wait. I can't either. I, I, I'm already ready for this football season to be over yep. as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, the Buffs are already uh, out of it, but um, I... I cannot wait for next year. And, and just because I saw this being discussed in the comments, a couple of people mentioned like um, Deion Sanders public, for lack of a better term, beef with Nike. According to my sources, um, he's willing to work, work on his relationship with Nike. Uh, and CU is under contract with Nike for at least two more years, maybe three more years. Um, so I would not expect anything to change on that front. Well, there you have it. Um, are we good? I am getting a text. Um, yeah. I think we have a lot of new eyeballs here today. We do. Uh, that we haven't had before. So, you know, this is, uh, if, you're, if you're new to DNVR, we cover every team in Denver. Um, but more importantly, we've been covering the buffs since our inception. And, uh, and Jake, was this was his first year on the beat. He did a fantastic job. Uh, I'm happy for him because it's always a little bit more difficult to come into a beat when there's people that have been there covering a certain head coach. You get a fresh start. Um, But, you know, this show is going to be here for you as things get really, really fun. Uh, And, you know, I obviously will be around. Jake's going to be around. Allie, who has been quiet today, uh, will be around. Henry, uh, who obviously preceded you, Uh is going to be around. Uh, You know, we have huge plans we've been talking for weeks uh here at dnvr about what do we do if prime comes yep uh and we have tons and tons of great ideas and we're only going to try to keep making our coverage better and better and better uh and right now jake has an article on the website about prime's hiring pretty much everything you need to know about what it means what he brings what he's done as a coach um our good friend ted uh, who has contributed on and off for us throughout the years, wrote an incredible column that I believe I'm the only person uh, or one of very few people that have read so far that will be going live tonight. Um, and I can't wait for you guys to see that one because it's coming from a diehard, the mm-hmm. perspective of a diehard, and I think it was just beautifully written. Excited to share that. And again, this is just the beginning. So if you're new here, keep riding with us. Oh, and by the way, Colorado basketball is on the come up big time oh, yeah. as well. So things might be wow. about to get really, wow. really fun around here. I think that's the only possible way I could have forgotten about all the stuff that's happened in basketball recruiting is just this last week with Deion Sanders. Um, but to go back to what you said, man, it's been just incredible covering this team. Even though it's 1-11, I had so much fun doing this. And I am so damn stoked for next year. I cannot <laughs> wait. It's gonna be this incredible. is going to be so cool. 
Uh, Allie, you got the headset on. Do you want to say something? Well, someone said, can we get like a woohoo from Allie? No, you can get a let's fucking go. Let's go, Bobs. Yeah. This oh, is incredible. Go, oh, my goodness. I haven't been this excited since the rise, which was my first year covering or my first year, real year covering the buffs. It's pretty crazy. Um, we've got Green Dude 33 here saying don't end the show. We've got so <laughs> many people watching live with us. This is so exciting. Like Ryan said, we're going to have a lot more content. We're, uh, Jake always does the show multiple days a week, so definitely check all of that out. And, yeah, oh, my God. I can't imagine Folsom Field. It's going to be freaking wild. Awesome. Thanks, Sally. Bask, bask in this tonight. Enjoy this tonight. Go take tequila shots. Take a tequila yeah. shot. <laughs> a, a lot Saturday. of people have asked me, are we going up to the Champion Center? Are we going up to the airport to welcome Prime? We'll see. Uh, I haven't. I haven't seen if there's like a, a gathering being uh, organized right now. But whatever you want to do to celebrate tonight, take this moment in. As Tyler said, and I said earlier in the show, we fucking deserve this. Should we go to the hill? Maybe. Let's go burn some fucking couches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love Back to that. Colorado's pride. Yes, exactly. Uh, 100%, guys. It's only getting started here. Follow the beat at DMVR underscore buffs. Follow my Twitter at Jake DMVR. Of course, Ryan Konigsberg, Alec Mornroy. Uh, we'll be here. We've got plenty more stuff to cover. Stay tuned with everything DMVR also. I guess until next time. Uh, very soon. We'll be back on the, the airwaves very soon. Love that. A very big... Sco buffs? Sco motherfucking buffs. Sco.